Welcome back, everybody, down to the beat. I'm on the left or right side of the room. Depends on where you're looking from, but you know what that means. Joined by a very special guest. Give it up for my man. Jeff Sanin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Young Hefe in the studio live. I know. It's a great day. It's a great day. Thanks know, for coming man. by. Thank you for having me. I feel man. like this is a long time coming. I, I do. You know it what was, I mean? It was. Like, I see sure. you seeing me seeing you, you know what I mean? And we just never really acted upon it. It's just it's just timing, man. <laughs> it's just timing. We're always going to get to it, you know? It's just timing. We uh we were saying earlier, you know, this is a good way to start 2022 off. You know, and we were saying earlier, you know, we don't want to put all our eggs in one basket when it comes to the year 2022. But exactly. when we're talking about eggs in that basket, tell me what you got coming up this year. Man, um, different projects um, right now. I have uh, a project I'm working on with um, Jaden, an artist from Ottawa. Um, we're pretty much wrapping it up right now, but we've been working on it since August 2020. So, yeah, we've been pretty much locked in. Um, yeah, just working on that. So wrapping that up. I have other, um, other projects that I worked on with uh, other artists from the city, uh, production-wise, um, even writing so yeah because you know i want to touch on 2022 because you told me just before we started that you first started dropping music in like 2017 yeah uh, on streaming platforms okay 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 so there's stuff out there from before oh yeah mad stuff (laughs) mad stuff like (laughs) some stuff that should probably be deleted but like i was like yo let me keep it real like let it be part of my story you know people go like if anybody becomes interested in just what i do they can go back back i love i love like because there's there's two types of like people i interview the the people that be like yo there's way more shit out there but it's locked away like i have taken that away and other people like you know what fuck it man no man gotta leave it man it's part of my story so Gotta let the people, you know, if ever they want to go back, like they can really see the growth, you know? I love it. I love it. So 2022, 2020. Yeah, that's right. Sounds weird to say still. Yeah. (laughs) Still getting used to it. (laughs) 2022. um, Collab projects. I got to say they're your catalog shallow, you know, on streaming platforms. Yeah. Um, But your reach is, is wide in the city here. You do a lot of work, you know, behind the scenes, producing, engineering, songwriting. Yeah. You know what I mean? The little sneaky stuff that people don't really know that really com- comprises the track. Mm-hmm. I'd call you I'd call you the doctor. The doctor. The doctor. Wow. You go see you if you want your shit fixed. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. I like, I like I, that's that. That's why I was I was asking you there before the before it started. Like, you know, you being just being in the studio. Like how many hours a week? You're like just filling your time with, you know, the just being there, kind of the overseer, the, you know, yeah. I'll do a little producing on this, a little ghost writing here. I'll drop a verse if you need it, you know? Exactly. You just come, this, this is the place to come if you need your, like, just, just that little boost. That's, I think that's, that's accurate. 100, yeah, 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. That's 100% accurate. I like that. I like that. I'm going to have to put that in my, like, you know, just list of names <laughs> that I have. That was insane. So with this year coming, you've got your collab tape with Jaden bunch of different projects you have your like your toes dipped into yeah are we gonna get like the solo project the jeff sanon like, oh, debut man. project 
Man, this year I I feel like you know my main focus is really production. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm having so much fun doing it, honestly, like things don't always have to be so serious, you know. Like I'm actually having fun. You know what I'm saying? Like just these songs that um, me and Jaden have like collected, you know, um, in the course of just you know just working on this project since uh, 2020, and like just everything else I've been working on, whether it was like um, songwriting or just like featuring on somebody's project. Um, Like I'm having more fun producing and songwriting and like even like maybe I'll, like you said, a feature here and there, but in terms of my own stuff, in terms of my own stuff though, like I just feel like I could see myself working on it, but like in terms of release, probably not. Not this year. Not, but you, that's the thing, though. Like, it's like we're, it's like we're saying, like we were saying before. Like, it's just you work on so many things, and it's just like you can say, okay, yeah, like it's supposed to be a big year, but we don't know until the year is done. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, we'll actually be able to talk about it in December 2022. You know we what I'm saying? Don't know until them Spotify wrap ups come out. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, then we really know what's up. But like, you know, obviously, <clears throat> excuse me. Obviously, I have like my my, you know, my intuition, like, you know, telling me, okay, I think this is going to work. I think this is kind of an experiment, so we'll see how it goes when it's actually out. But, you know, so for me, I'm just excited for the stuff to come out, for, for it to touch the streets, and then just see, like, how it moves, you know? I was, because I was, I was wondering why it would be that you didn't have, like, you're, you're very active, you know, in the industry here. So I was wondering why it would be that you didn't have a project out, and the only real answer i could think of is because you are so multifaceted you know you can you you songwrite you you rap you sing you produce you engineer right so i can only imagine that you are busy all the time and i can also imagine that you're not gonna necessarily like you do all these things and like you said you have fun doing them and i can kind of get that sense so i can understand why you wouldn't want to necessarily tie yourself down that's how i feel because i think that there's a a real commitment when it comes to like actually being an artist, like an active artist, like you're releasing and you're releasing music first of all, obviously, cause it's like, that's how it works. But then there's also all the other stuff that comes with it. Your social presence, uh, your social media presence, all of that stuff, marketing, all of that stuff. And I, I feel like when the music industry took that turn, like took the turn to social media I feel like that's when I started disconnecting, like literally, like I I started being less on social media. Like, I I just feel like, yeah. So from there, like when I kind of just had to keep it real with myself, I was like, I could keep releasing music, but I wouldn't be true. I wouldn't be true to myself Mm -hmm. because it's not something I really feel like doing right now because everything's changed so much. Right. So I was we were we're recording like our radio show earlier this morning, Morning Shift CHUO 89.1 FM down the beat or down the wire crew every Thursday morning. We were talking with your brother um, this morning and he was talking about how an artist needs to have a story, like a vision, something that, you know, people can really relate to for you. I'm not having like I know who you are, so I, I get it, but. Do you ever feel like you're kind of like it's harder for you to really get that kind of message or story across just with how many uh, like different talents you have and not really focus, not necessarily focusing on one, but really uh, like it's not like you're pushing yourself to be a rapper or pushing yourself to be a songwriter, but you're just doing all of these things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel like that's going like how do you feel like that's affecting you and your story? 
Um, I think the story is still writing itself, man. Like, I think there's like even this right now. This is a part of the story. Like, you know, I came out the house for this, and it's like uh, I feel like everything that I come out the house for has purpose, and I think that it has it plays a part in my story. So it's kind of like, you know, this as a platform allows me to, you know, kind of just talk about the things that people don't see. You know what I'm saying? Like just, you know, just answering your questions like they might figure uh, something new, figure out something new about me or something that maybe if I was just focusing on being an artist, they would have found out on, on, on the on the music or in the music, sorry, or in an interview same ways. But I look at it as like the story still being written. So even though the story could be told through music, I can find different ways to tell my story or just to get people to know me. Like I think even just through my sound, just the stuff that I'm working on, people are going to like really see what I'm about. And um, I think from there, it'll just give me access to more platforms to really just really spread the story even more. If you had to summarize it, what would you say that you're all about? Man. Uh, literally, I would say the best way I could say it is um, GVO, good vibes only. Uh, well, you know, re- realistically for me, it's like God vibes only, like real talk, like what that means to me, like that r- really GVO, uh, like I said, it's like good vibes only, God vibes only and good vibes only. If you, if you don't believe in God, good vibes only. <laughs> if you believe in God, God vibes only. And, um, that's my purpose. Um, right now, you know, I'm kind of working on that concept, but really what, what I'm about is just spreading just positivity like I kind of want to turn things from like I'm doing what I have to do to you can do what you want just as long as like you're passionate about it and we were talking about this before like just don't stop (laughs) that's the main thing like I think that like there's a lot of people who you know you look at their success and you think that like oh you know maybe they got lucky or maybe they had a cosign maybe they just didn't stop and they built their relationships and then it kind of added to their success. But it's not the main reason. It's just the main reasons they didn't stop. And had they stopped, maybe that they wouldn't meet that success. So, like, for me, it's kind of like that's what I'm about. It's just like I'm out here doing every single thing I want to do. Like, I'm doing what I want. And I think that and also I'm kind of like, you know, I kind of started a revolution um i kind of started a revolution it's kind of crazy i I find it funny that i'm talking about it but like i was saying like you know when the music industry took a turn to social media i found myself disconnecting more so my purpose what i'm about is i'm gonna do everything i want to do without having to be a slave to social media like what where is this where does the hatred for social media come from hate is a strong word you know i don't think where does i hate this any strong dislike, dislike. <laughs> of social media come from um you know what i just think that um like i said good vibes only god vibes only like pure uh positive energy and i feel like my time on social media i kind of noticed that um Let's just say my time off social media, let's just say I saved myself a lot of anxiety, a lot of negative thoughts, negative feelings, just by being more connected with myself and not so connected in with what people think like they know about you or, you know, just the just, you know, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I had to really just take just my mental health and my peace into like into my own hands and I think that, like, 
just submitting to just everything that's out there like in social media and all that stuff like you don't get to really filter too much because you like i i love twitter right so we're talking about dislike for social media first of all twitter is twitter it's like, it's like home to me twitter gets the fast it gets the real pass for me <laughs> from hefe so you heard it from me twitter is the shit i, I can curse right yeah yeah fuck yeah. okay but so twitter is, is really dope but speaking of twitter I can literally be like looking at something so funny and scroll and then you can see the most devastating thing right under. Yeah. How does that do you like does anybody ever think about like the effect that could have on your mind? Oh yeah. Like cuz think about it like at this point people don't think about it why? Cuz we're desensitized to so many things. Mm-hmm. And for me, my job is to to be the connector between the people that are lost in the 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 you know the sauce algorithm basically and just the people that like are more like me where it's kind of like they're part of it because they have to stay connected to connect with the people but they're not getting lost in the sauce don't really want to be there you know what i mean it's, and, and even if it's not like they don't want to be there i think they just really have a grip on um, reality basically yeah that's exactly it <laughs> and it's like me it's important for me to not lose the grip on so reality. So how did you... A lot of people have trouble with this. Because I'm the same way as you, honestly. I relate to very heavily what you said. Or like just said. What I did when I want to take that step back, I put my Instagram time limit down to five minutes. You know what I mean? Okay. So like every time you get the... You can use it up for five minutes. You'll be scrolling from 12 to 12.05. And you're like, fuck. Like AM. And then you're like, god damn. Yeah. And then you feel bad every time. Remind me in 15 minutes. You feel bad every time. So like it cut my time, screen time down by a ton, but time was on Instagram just a lot as well. What are some of the things that you did? Because some people have a really hard time doing this. Yeah. No, for me, man, it's just uh, like pure discipline. Like and and just and just that desire to just like I said, just really stay connected to reality because it's so easy to get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? It is. I don't even blame the people. I really don't. No. But I'm just. I don't know. I just think that, like, for me, like, I just think from a different, like, angle. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. I just think that I think from many angles. So it's like one day I could be lost in the sauce. But I think the part that I guess I relate to more is just the part that wants to relate to reality. Right. So bad. Like, I like what's real. You know what I'm saying? Love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's super... Like, cause you know, people are so ensconced in it. Like, you know, their whole ideology or whole mental is just like on the online world. You know, they do the physical necessities that are eat, sleep, take shits and pisses. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like their whole life revolves around the online world. Mm -hmm. And I think we're seeing that more and more with the industries, like the, the streaming industries, you know, gaming industries. And I think the music industry as well. Like TikTok has done insane, like, like made has made it super crazy for like artists to be able to put their stuff out there and blow up fucking big time. Oh, a thousand percent. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. there's a serious XM radio station out there called TikTok radio. It's just all songs from TikTok. Really? Yeah, bro. This is in the States, obviously. I th- I assume I Sirius Yo. XM is everywhere, I think. Oh, you said Sirius. Yeah, on yeah, Sirius XM. Like I think it's called TikTok Radio, it's this radio station. So so you're saying it plays TikTok songs. Those songs that people are like, you know though when you're singing a song, someone's like, Oh yeah, that song's big on TikTok? All them songs. Okay. Crazy. So what like you- it's basically trending music then. Trending music only from online. 
only from the app TikTok. It's not like it's like Vevo Radio or Vivo Radio, whatever you want to call it, or any shit like that. You know what I mean? Interesting. Wow, I never knew that. Yeah. So what do you think, you know, being in your position where you want to disconnect, but still have, you know, play your role on the online world and promoting yourself as an artist, how do you feel about that in relation to the ever-growing um, online nature of music? I'm getting into it still. Like, I just, you know, I, I like the fact that I got to, you know, just clear that up, you know, for anybody who's like trying to like hit me in the DM, there's it's they're finding it hard. You'll hear this and you'll understand, you know, you'll understand what's going on. But um, but I am getting into it. You know, I'm realizing, man, like um, you today, that's just how the game works. And I feel like you're low key a bit playing yourself if you have a product or you have something that you're working on a project you're working on that's actually quality and that you don't connect it to the social media at all i like i can say that as a person that likes to be disconnected as much as i can be i'm realizing that i might not have that luxury um as these projects come out because um it just doesn't make sense if the whole team is out there promoting you know um whether it's the single or maybe even just a picture or a video, a trailer, like it, I can't just be part of the project and not sharing it. Like it, I just think that like there's power in just unity. So I feel like if the whole gang is um, promoting stuff and sharing stuff, then I got to do it too. So I'm open. I'm just, I'm just, so that's why I'm thinking that like for, for, you know, the past year or two or maybe even three, I'll say a year or two, like, the disconnection was kind of like me kind of taking advantage of having that luxury, even though I could have used it to to push myself a bit more. Um, I feel like I don't regret it, like regret the disconnection. But I'm but I, I'm realizing now, oh, I'm going to have to get into it. So that was me taking my time. Yeah. So you're now kind of easing yourself into it. Yeah. Slowly, slowly, but surely mm-hmm. it's going to have to happen, man. I'm open. So when from taking this step back where you had a point where you're just like you were super into social media like every fucking day like seven hours a day always had an app where that i'm on yeah and right now it's twitter at one point it was facebook um because you know the thing you know what you know you know what's funny you said what shout out facebook yeah shout out you know what i'm saying hometown hometown drama i love that shit yo (laughs) do you want to know what's crazy even just when it when when i think about facebook so this whole music thing for me, I started making music. Uh, the first platform that I had to share my music on when I actually started, I was like 13 years old, was MSN, right? <laughs> so I'm on MSN sending girls my music, and they're like, oh, wow, I, you're actually good. And it was the actually for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, actually, that's when they're telling the truth because sometimes they're almost telling you, I didn't expect you to be this good, but you're actually this good. So. It's from better than just an actual wholesome compliment. A, you know? a thousand I didn't percent. Expect you to be this good, like you, you know what I'm nice, saying? Because yeah. then I'm like, okay, you're actually telling the truth. I can keep going, and I need it. You know, it's just starting out back then. Mm-hmm. That confidence, obviously, it, it, it helped me. It pushed me up to where I am now. So, oh, I still fish for compliments, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I don't know how to take compliments. Really? I'm very bad at. Oh, I, I'll take them all, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll receive them because now I realize I have to learn how to do that. Yeah, exactly. But I'm learning. Is like, is the key I'll, I'll finish a blog. I'll text him and be like, "Yo, dude." blog's good he's like, okay edits are back mike but like what did you think like yeah yeah yeah. give me more what do you need yeah. like, what do you think man? give come me on. something that's not enough <laughs> but 
but yeah so like back then like i said it was msn and like um fast forward to 2009 um i um basically um i have a daughter so my daughter's mom back then like we were so young um so uh 2009 we're, i'm probably like 17 um she got on facebook and like everyone's getting on facebook and i was just like oh why are you why are you trying to be a follower you know you're just trying to be like everybody else and stuff like that i don't know like low-key like i said hate is a strong word but i was low-key a bit of a hater back then i'm not gonna lie on facebook uh, on facebook oh yeah this is 2009 when it just came out. well no people were already on it but i think it was just kind of picking up right, right. so I was I was kind of like you know being a hater, but like there's something, just something. Yeah, there was something yeah. about it. I don't know what it was, but something told me. But something tells me it's not all bad. So yeah. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. I let days, weeks, months go by, and I thought about. It, I'm like, yo, what if I can promote and put my music on Facebook? And that's when the whole game started for me. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I think people that that most people that rock with me today. They probably rock with me from back then, 2009, me realizing, oh, I can actually release music. I would basically take my songs, go in Windows uh, Video Maker or whatever, <laughs> uh, put a little like cover and release music. So like that's what I'm saying by like people can go back, back. Like you go on my Facebook. <laughs> actually, don't do it. Um, <laughs> don't do it. Um, I have mad records. And the thing is that I'm doing all this from home, so my productivity was like this. Like, I'm going crazy. Like All you have to do is homework and fucking rap. That's it. Hmm. And and mind you, 2009, I'm 17. I just graduated. So I did go to college for a few months, whatever. That's not even a long story. So that's just something I'm saying in passing. But, <laughs> like, out, out after, even in college, like, I was, like, out here, like, writing songs in my notebook, like, and stuff like that. So from there, from Facebook, that's when it started. So, like, I'm not going to act like social media did not, give me a platform to to make people see what i'm about and just to really hear what i what i create just all from my house you know yeah so yeah man so like it's just so like you know i it's just there's all this talk about social media and just like how disconnected i want to be but like i do also realize um just how imperative it is so Mm -hmm. so that's so that's what it did for me conscious tapped into reality man you gotta be man I, <laughs> yo i cannot be lost in the sauce out here man there's too many things that need to happen so it's like i gotta be here you gotta be here present what what got me on facebook was my across the street neighbor got it and then like two days later was playing farmville and i was like bro oh that's crazy that's that like the little looks, like those little games that they have yeah, like on the remember the og facebook games i remember yeah playing that's crazy being like yo this is way better than going outside, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I like it's crazy. You're just bringing back memories right yeah. now. I didn't play it, but like I remember seeing it. All those fucking oh man, those games. You, you used to get requests from everyone trying to send you tokens and shit. So you send the tokens. That's fuck, crazy. Dude, You're that really bringing back so memories. Annoying. That's wild. <laughs> okay, that's cool then because I've I saw like I honestly I don't know how old you are, so I thought like I just saw a shallow catalog. I mean like oh yeah, he's probably just young and hasn't like been that that at this. But oh oh, it turns out that you are older and have been at this for much longer than a long time, man. A long time. I hate I hate to make myself sound ancient, (laughs) but like that's the thing though. Like it's like you know my real age is it doesn't even matter because it's on paper. Like I'm 30 years old on paper. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yo, we needed that. We needed that. We needed that. We needed that for real. 
I am crying. I we, you started talking. I was like, please, sir. Yeah, please, 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 please say it. Please say it. Yo, we really needed that. I'm happy I said it and I felt it. I felt like I needed to. I'm 30 years old on paper. Yes, damn, for real. But it's only on paper. Like, honestly, like, I feel like you're as young as you feel. Like, like yeah. the music I'm making, like, like it's, it's on 22, is on 26. I don't even know. But, like, it's like there's not even a real age behind it. I just think that. Like, you're as youthful as you want to be. Like, man, there's people I see that are, like, 50 years old. They're more in shape than me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you look like you're you're, you're more tapped into your youth. Just, like, that flexibility, mm. just that energy that you have when you're young, like, more than me. And it's like, I'm 30, and I, st- I got to work on that a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got to do like, my stretches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, yo, real talk. Like, do I don't even want to get into that too much, <laughs> but that real talk, people do your stretches, <laughs> do your stretches. And I'm, I'm talking to y'all like as if I'm not talking to myself right now. <laughs> In real talk, like do your stretches because I'm realizing like all this stuff. Yo, man, health is wealth. Yo. I'm not going to, you know, go like on a, on a rant, but health is wealth. And, and, and I'm trying not to play myself. I'm trying to make the right decisions. It's hard. You know, you got to be disciplined, but you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you're, but you're, you're, you're as young as you feel, you know? And I, for, for right now, I feel very young in my music and the stuff that I'm doing. And I think that as I gain success, I'll only feel younger. Just even with what I do with my success, the things that I'll be, the opportunities I'll have, uh, the things I'll be able to do, I know that I'll just be feeling like youthful and stuff. So, um, I'm still there, but like I know it's gonna be even more. So yeah, can't still touch the rim, but you know I feel young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> My dad always says you're only as old as the woman you feel. As as the as the woman you feel. You're only as, as old. old as the woman you feel. But he always dated older women, so it never really made sense to me. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's interesting. I never heard that one. Okay, but you said I like. I want to go back to where you just said um, you're making music. Where like you know you're making music like you're 28, like you're 26, 26 like you're 22, 19, and man, they were like I was in the basement. <laughs> like yo, people, my 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 people are gonna hear this and remember this time I'm talking about, man. 20 2009, we was in a basement for real. Like I was really cooking like every day with my people and stuff, and like I feel like I always tap into those times. 19, 22, 26, like the as young as I feel. Egg, egg, uh, egg carton soundproofing studio. Yo, it was so old school. It was so old school that I didn't even have that. <laughs> I had the regular, you know, foam on the mic. Yeah. And we got it going. I, my buddy and I, like, he used to record music and his setup, like, I helped him set it up, but he had uh, from his ceiling fan. Uh, blankets that hung down so it was like a just a, a booth in the middle of his room and he just set his mic up in the middle of it and just stand in the middle of his fucking room yo whatever you gotta do to get it done people people yo i'm i'm pretty yo thug recorded like young thug recorded in closets like he like i'm, I'm pretty sure it was him i heard talking about like he could barely move in there and stuff mm-hmm. like that like yo mm-hmm. what you just gotta make your your shit work man like that, that that's what i meant by like you know just don't stop when like you when you kind of stay active and you keep you stay thinking you you that's that's that kind of like how do i say like it kind of like keeps the juices flowing uh um creative wise you know what i'm saying creativity wise and like i just that's why it's important not to stop because you don't want to stop that flow once you stop the flow and it gets dry it's hard to like kind of get that you know what i'm saying that thing going so it's like for me it's like man if you gotta like hang a whatever something from your ceiling fan just do that just mm-hmm. do that as whatever gets the job done. So 
with that being said, you're making, I want to just go to all the like tracks that you have. They all have very different vibes. Yeah. Like I said, you were kind of, you're kind of like that chameleon of, of, of sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so butterflies got like that Island vibe, you know yeah. what I mean? Miss Solana, R and B felt that way. Bars, right? Pipe Appreciate down that. bars. Appreciate that. Tour. It's like a very, uh, like trap type sound. Yeah. SSS um kind of pop club banger. club banger yeah exactly club. so it's 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 really crazy just to see like the amount of talent you have and how far it can stretch how did you kind of put that all together yo what i can say is the journey has been crazy because ever since i was 12 years old and i found um a software called fruity loops uh, back then, FL Studios. It, back then, it was Fruity Loops Three. Mm-hmm. There was no FL Studios. There was no YouTube. There was nothing except for that software, and it was just me and that software. Like just every day from the moment like I was twelve years old, and from the from basically at twelve years old when I started using that, I never stopped. And I think that in that journey, I basically allowed myself to kind of just like explore my horizons and the way that I did that to answer your question was um I was I think the thing about me when it comes to music is like people you can call me a producer they can call me a writer they can call me a rapper they can call me a singer even though I'm not um you know I do melodies here and there but they can you call me <laughs> nah nah <laughs> man I know people who really sing so I, I don't even want to disrespect them but definitely you know like I feel like I, I do know I have learned how to use my voice but I'm really just a true student of the game so I think that I've always been that and what I would do with FL with Fruity Loose back then is that I would study the game I would not study at school. I would not do my homework. I would study the game, study everybody who was great because it wasn't hard for me to tell who was great. Um, Michael Jackson, um, Dr. Dre, um, all the producers, um, whatever, Dre, um, Neptunes, um, Scott Storch, so Just Blaze. So what I would do is I would basically make beats like in their style. Mm-hmm. like, And I wish I could find that computer. I had like millions, like almost like thousands, hundreds of beats, like for each style, for each um, producer in their style. Mm-hmm. So that kind of basically taught me to really understand like just the the different types of cultures that there is in hip hop or urban music in general. And just like it kind of like basically taught me technique because it's like all those producers were not the same. So when I listened to Scott Storch music and, you know, he had just a little bit or Candy Shop with 50 Cent, I heard that, like, he had, like, a little Indian thing going on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that Indian stuff. Like, it's interesting that he's using that. Timbo does that, too. Okay, let me see how I can go in FL Studio and do that. So once I figured that out, I had that as, you know, just like a weapon. You know what I'm saying? So I just kept doing that. Scott Storch, Just Blaze, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre was the first one. Like, do, like when I heard In the Club in 2003, I realized I'm going to be in the game forever. So that's kind of really what started me. Like, that's the, it's the reason why I'm even here talking to you guys right now, to be honest. So Dr. Dre was the first one. So I would try to make beats like him on the West Coast stuff. So I learned what sounds you use when you're trying to do West Coast beats. So like literally all that to say every single producer you can think of, I was out here really kind of like mastering their style, but 
the crazy part is I learned so much, so much technique, so much, um, you know, just sauce, just doing all of that. So that's really how, you know, the all this like versatility, it came about basically. So just trying to emulate. Yeah, I, I guess like it was just, you know, just being inspired and it was like there was a lot of emulating. But I feel like I always one thing that I feel like I was good at was always keeping and holding on to my own identity through through everything you know what i'm saying so it's even like i feel like even when people want to be like oh you sound like this you sound like that i could still see how much they were holding on to the part of it that was so me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i i feel really grateful that i got to like really like i can sit with like any of those guys like uh timbo scott storch they will know i studied them mm-hmm. like i have nothing you can tell you can't tell. There's nothing in there's nothing in my body shaking about just being nervous about like whether I could sit in with them and like they would like know like 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 just basically like there's nothing there's no fear in me that like that would like basically prevent me from like getting in a room with these guys and showing them like I really I really watched. Mm-hmm. I really watched, I really studied and I really learned. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. What do you think your uh, strongest asset is? As an artist, um, is it your pen? Is it your producing? That's a really good question. That's a really good question. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um, strongest asset. I think. I think I'll say. It's the strongest asset is when all these things come together. You got me in a room writing, producing, doing top lines, like like doing demos and stuff like that. Like like I was saying, like, you know, I love doing melodies and stuff like that. So like if the B is hot, um, usually that's like even our writing process at this point. Like we just go in the booth and just just kind of let out, let out any type of melody. And then we kind of write the, the lyrics into those. Like you put me in that bag and I think that like you have like just the ultimate version of me mm-hmm. so it's kind of weird like how Ultron. like you need all parts to come all together. parts man it's like i, I kind of feel like i'm like the like the megazord you know what i'm saying like it's like every ranger yeah it's yeah, like it's yeah, my yeah, own individual where, yeah you feel me it's like the they're their own in, individual ranger but like they come together and like they they mess shit up you yeah. know what i'm saying you gotta get but, the infinity stones together to have that's the gauntlet, basically you know I mean? exactly i just think like it's like you got one but you need to get the other ones and I, that's how i feel it's like you, you get the best of me if you get every okay after the track or whatever it is is released where do you think your best work comes from and the finished product you know are you more of a fan of your producing skills are you more of a fan of your rapping skills man i'm gonna make you question you right now (laughs) yeah no no that's what i'm saying these are good questions because it's making me think for real um i think um for me Honestly, I had to think back and just like just on old records. Sometimes I like to go back and like listen to like old stuff and just see, oh, maybe if this like maybe this could work today. And a lot of like just the rap stuff that I've been on, like I'm like, you know what? This this actually works. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to be the best. I fuck I with just, your I fuck with your bars, man. Thank you, man. Like it's like this like I just really do it for real. Like I I understand where I come from in terms of just pure hip-hop 
culture like you know what i'm saying and just like whether it's the rhymes the flows the the metaphors the similes like the multi-syllables like like it, we can talk about it all day and that's how deep it goes for me so i really have looked back and been like these these this rap stuff it works but like i said i'm having the most fun producing right now so i think honestly i even want to go back and if I really had to give gun to my head, if I really had to say my main asset right now is producing because like I'm like limitless. Like I have all my all the tools I need. Like they're like I'm not missing any sounds. Um, I have everything I need. So I just think that like that's the thing that I'm doing. Like at 120, everything else is like 100. Nice. You know what I'm saying? But like producing right now, I'm on 120. So the last guest to sit in that seat um was lonely boy that was just before the new year and you had you did sussex drive and only one night correct yes, on his new uh new tape yes yeah, y'all go listen one. to that y'all go, go stream, stream that, that by the way talk to me about that tape because i i i love that i could really feel like your r&b vibes really bleeding into the production into that thank you man thank you and that's the thing i love like, i could so hear your voice in the beats you know what i mean man i appreciate that like it's crazy because it's like yo like i literally grew up on hip-hop you know and hip-hop is like literally what birthed me like, it literally saved me. It gave me an identity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I don't know who I would be without it. So it's like, it's the reason why I'm here right now. So it's wild to say that, like, the R&B really, it really touched me, too. You know what I'm saying? It really did its work, too. You know what I'm saying? It's not just the hip-hop, not just the Dr. Dre's and the uh, the, the Jay-Z's. It's also the... Um, like the the Rodney Jerkins, the dark the Dark Childs, the uh, Babyface, like all the real R and B stuff, you know, and all my R and B lovers, like they know those names that I'm talking about, and some people um, that are not so connected with the like original and initial vibe of R and B, they might not know all these names, but like I'm connected with that, like literally, like this, all this stuff runs through my blood. So getting in with Lonely. First of all, I've known Lonely for a long time, so I already when I got in with him for to do those records, I already knew what I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I have this thing where it's like artists who have these um, uh, voices that stand out. I hear them as instruments. So for me, my only job is to make a beat, but make your voice an instrument that I make part of the beat. That's really my job. That's really that's really all I do. You know what I'm saying? That's my job. Right literally Jaden, uh um lonely like those those guys their voice is like an instrument for me and i've known lonely so it's like imagine an instrument that you you've been playing for so many years yeah you it's 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 like second nature it's like it's like it's like walking you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying it's like riding a bike you 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 can stop riding a bike but once you've learned it like you can stop riding a bike for a long time but once you've learned how to really do it you'll get back on that bike and you're gonna ride it yeah right (laughs) so it's kind of just like how it is for me like um when when i work with um r&b artists specifically because their voice is 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 so important in the music you know what i'm saying but also the vibe that like you bring musically also can complement what they do so that's why for me it's like the whole their voice being an instrument thing works out for me because it's like like every other instrument in the beat has to complement each other their voice has to complement the instruments the instruments has to complement their voice so just working with lonely it was it was actually not hard, yo. It was actually crazy. One day, uh, I think we might have been working on Sussex. Like, don't quote me. But I had been listening. 
I it might have been the day prior to that session. I had been listening to this song uh, by Tony Braxton. It's called uh, "Take This Ring." I think that he even talked about it with you, with you guys. I'm not sure, but he's talked about it. Um, we were working uh, on something, um, basically. But basically, we had a session, and I was listening to the song called "Take This Ring" by Tony Braxton. I come in the next day for the session, and we were working on the song, and I'm like, "Yo, I kind of get this the vibe from the song. That's crazy." And then I'm like, I, "I'm." I decided to bring it up to him, not thinking he knew the song. And I'm like, "Yo, there's this producer. His name's Rich Harrison. He used to work on these songs uh, with uh, Tony Braxton. And he, yeah, they have. He has his record. He's like, take this ring. And I'm like, you know that song? And he's like, yeah, that's kind of what I was feeling. I'm like, yo, <laughs> that is so crazy. Like, how did we end up thinking about the same song? Like, f- end up finding the same vibe. And then that's when you kind of realize like, there's real chemistry in this music stuff. Yeah. So for me, it's like once I catch that chemistry. It's never gone. Game over. Game over. Right. Done. Because I honestly have to say I'm not a big R&B fan. Yeah. Don't shoot me. No, you it's no just, man. It's everybody. You know, you know, it's just never everybody been has my their thing, preference. Really. And, but like you know, it's not like I don't download. Like I don't. I don't like not have it. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while it comes on. You You're know, picky. I, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But Lonely Boys, I fuck with Lonely Boy, man. That tape was a beautiful tape. I thought like the synergy he had between old and new was mm-hmm. beautiful. If you ha- don't know what I'm talking about, go read my fucking blog on it. It's like a thousand words. It explains all of this, and I'm not taking more time away from this video. So <laughs> run that blog up. Check, check it out on our website, www.downthewire.com. Entertainment.com, my bad. Um, but I really liked just the way the beat, because I didn't really take it in how much the beats affected it. Because I was saying how, you know, he kind of fits the new school era of, um, of R&B, yeah. but with sort of that early 2000s kind of content story right yeah but the way you produced it somehow binds those two things where it has the elements of like older Mm r&b as well as um as as the new kind of you know a little bit more emotional um slower right less poppy sort of sound yeah when you go into producing a track like you know I didn't even notice that. So I can only imagine that happened subconsciously to you. Or is that something like, are you keeping those things in mind? It's so natural. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like these, like all of this is literally running through my blood. Like I, I'm really, I really just trying to find ways, simple ways to explain shit to people. Like <laughs> this is really in my veins, like literally is in my bloodstream. For you? you know what? You can say I, it. Never you can say it. I never want to drink. I never know. Say it. I know you want to say it. I never want to. I never want to jinx myself because you know what? Like I'm like you know. Even though like I I want to say yes, I'm also a very humble person, and I feel like you know like uh I I decide to to be humble because I never want to be humble by life or God. You know what I'm saying? So I I want to say yes, but like for me, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like when when the chemistry is there and when when it's flowing, it's flowing. And I think that um, it kind of really helps, like I said, that, like, I'm really having so much fun, like, with this stuff. So it's, like, it's almost like um, it's just it just naturally all just flows. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, I really do keep all of that stuff in mind, but it doesn't really affect my process or affect what I'm working on. It's, like, a part of me. So it's, like, it's, like, these things, it's not just in mine. It's, like, in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? To kind of like create and to to really, um, I guess, even bridge the 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 R&B that it, that that like impacted me and the R&B that people know now. So 
I mean, you've been working on this then, and it shows because it wouldn't come out this naturally if you hadn't yeah. really put in those 10,000 hours yeah. years and years and years ago, right? 1,000%. Did it start before that? What was it like growing up in your house? I know your brother's a very musical man. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine it runs deep into the blood, you know, the family ties. Where? What was it like growing up? Um. Yeah, yeah, our pops, our pops, uh, he, he plays bass, he's a musician, so like, um, um, you know, we definitely got bit by the music bug, me and my brother. Um, I definitely think it runs in our blood. And like for me growing up, man, oh man, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if I really ever even told this story, but for me, like it's a good place to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So you're hearing it for the first time here. Like, um, I, you know, growing up, I think that like, you know, I, um, I had like, how do I say this? Like, there was a lot of room for improvement when it came to my family dynamic, like at the crib. Like, I, you know, I grew up with my mom when I was seven. My 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 two uh, little brothers were born. So, like, until then, until uh, before that, like, it was just me and my mom. And I think there was a lot of room for improvement when it came to just the 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 the, the dynamic at home, you know. And um, I think that. You know, I look back and I'm like, yo, I actually thank God for things not always being so perfect because had it been perfect, it probably not would have led me to the notebook that I wrote, you know, my frustrations in, you know what I'm saying? Things that like I didn't really like fuck with, things that like um, I felt, things that I thought like I brought all of that to the notebook and I'll never forget. Like I even see it like visually in my head, like just as it like eight years old, like just pissed off. Like just in the in the house, mad. You know what I'm saying? Punch I'm eight years air. old. I should be, huh? Just punch in the air. You know what I'm saying? Punch Low key, all my boys in the hood, like, like just punch, <laughs> like just throwing punches in the air for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just, just emotionally though. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think that like, yeah, like it really led me to the notebook, and um, I think that that just became an outlet. You know, that's what everybody says. You know, music is an outlet for me. That's that was my outlet at like eight years old you know what i'm saying i just think like yo eight years old i should have been playing nintendo 64 or some shit like that but i was mad you know what i'm saying so it's it's so funny how i could have just been on the video game but like i was already feeling real life shit so i think that's kind of like what helped me grow up a bit fast too you know what i'm saying so it was like i felt real things and it was i was already so ready to be honest about it to the point that i wrote it like i wrote my reality and then that became an art and it's then after that it's uh i remember just like my brothers they had this toy uh this keyboard and like so i had the writing and then i had the keyboard and then um that's when like just playing and that's when i kind of tr started training my ear like for melody so that's kind of what like i think started my pr the producing thing because i'm listening to songs like at that time growing up and first of all it's funny like it's like you know like i said like like the 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 family dynamic at home could have been better but like my mom like i literally credit her for like most of my music knowledge she was the one playing the music in the house and like i really got put on to a lot of stuff like you know what i'm saying like so like early r&b too like she was listening to that so that's why like for me it's like i was really like just really listening to like the real real r&b or the real real hip-hop because like my mom she's a fan like she actually had all the cds and stuff like that um she listens to all that stuff so like that's kind of what it was like growing up it's like i'm mad i'm an angry kid um 
but I'm not like flipping desks or nothing like that at school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm probably breaking a few cr- crayons. <laughs> I, I broke I a few crayons. Them kids, the flip the kid. The yeah, yeah, you, you, the, you, the you desk see out those. the window, kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I've I've known a few. There's, it's funny. Uh, I already like I knew uh, uh, another dude. His name was Jeff, like my like me or whatever. And like he he used to be like that or whatever. Shout out to Jeff. He's not like that anymore. <laughs> I think so. Like you know, evil, I, I'm, evil I'm Jeff. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, basically, um, yeah, basically. So yeah, um, yeah. So I wasn't flipping desk i was breaking a few crayons and stuff like that but then you know it's so funny how i realized like there was a better way of like channeling that um fr- those frustrations and stuff and yeah so i'm in the house writing uh i'm in the house playing with my brother's keyboard figuring out melody okay boom that's okay cool this is kind of what i hear in the music that they do okay so how do i bring all those sounds together like how do like how how do i bring that clap like how where do i find a clap then i meet um people through family and then you know i find a software and then that's when you know the basically the the rest is history from there you know so like literally that's what it was like growing up just being kind of an angry kid but then also feeling like yo like i feel like there's something for me to do and finding out that it was music like it did not take time Mm -hmm. at all and the household the family dynamic really pushed me to to get to that point of realizing like this is what i'm doing yeah like this is this is me right here so yeah that's dope um tell me about SZA. SZA, man oh my gosh what what can i say about solana (laughs) what can i say oh my god so (laughs) i'm just thinking like you know like 2017 like i like basically like i said like like we were talking about that's when i dropped my first record on streaming platforms which was miss solana right and 2017 she drops her album control i don't know what the order was if i saw an interview first or i listened to the album first and whatever um but let's just say i might have watched an interview a breakfast club interview and i was like there's something about this girl there's something about this girl, and I know I need to listen to her project just by this interview. I have, like, very strong intuition. Um, and it's funny. She's kind of like that, too. She's very, like, intuitive and, like, you know, very, like, into astrology and stuff like that. I'm like Erica that, too. Erica Badui. Exactly. Um, in her own way. I just think in a more toxic way. And, and 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 I don't know. That was kind of appealing to me. It's kind of it's kind of messed up, you know? Maybe that's my own toxic trait, you know? Just kind of being kind of attracted to that. But, like, it was still in a very artistic way. So for me, I was able to see all of that from that interview. I go listen to her project and I'm like, yo, this is like so her, but it's also me because the versatility on that project, on her album Control, you don't hear the same song twice. Mm -mm. She does different records with song after song after song after song. And I was like, I'm I'm literally all about versatility. Like that's how a project of mine would sound. You would get different vibes. So I kind of like already kind of like was like wow like i got my eye on you says like from that interview but then when i heard so i saw but then when i heard that project i was like wow i think i'm in love so <laughs> you ever shoot your shot um 
You ever just in, get drunk in, as fuck one night and wake up that you fucking DM says at 4 a.m. on like a Tuesday? Nah, I didn't even have to get drunk for that, man. When that song, <laughs> when that song came out, I was like, oh, by the way, SZA, um, my name is Jeff. And like, uh, I really like what you do. And I think you're really um, beautiful. You and look like you smell good. You know what I'm saying? You look like you smell good. Like I can, I smelt it through the um, Breakfast Club interview uh, through the screen. Like literally, like that's the thing. Like it's like sometimes like I can really feel these things and like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like channel these things like just through something that like it speaks to me and that's kind of what i feel like she did so it's like i'll always talk about her like you know in 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 a just very like you know big light because like it's just the way that i got introduced to what she does and like yeah so i made that record and like i i kind of like um i think um i had put it i shared it on twitter I think I added her and then um, uh, her. I think I think he might be an he's an exec at her label TDE, mm-hmm. and he like liked he liked it. So in my mind, I'm like, Solana heard that record. <laughs> Punch, if you see this, you need to show Solana that record. I don't know how Punch gonna see this, but maybe one day <laughs> you need to show her that he's, record because you like the. Re- he's on Twitter. You don't. He's on there. Punch <laughs> is on there. He be talking and stuff like that. He be talking to people. I'm like, why are you not answering me? You answering all the other people. I'm out here really trying to, you know, connect. But you know, it's funny. Like it was, it was a cool moment though. Like just the fact that he liked it. So I was like, man, you know, who knows? Like if he liked it and he was able, it was like visible enough for him to see it. Who knows? Maybe like you know, just maybe one day like Solana went like in Google and like typed up her name and then she saw me solana pop-up or something you know the you know the love's real when you use the first name you know you use her name right straight up because that's how i am like it's like i'm not even that much of a nicknamey type of guy like if i like if i like your name mm-hmm. like as a woman like like not as a woman but like like if i like a woman's name like i will call you by and that's the, to me like that's such a beautiful name scissor okay people call her scissors so i'm like you know what let me just call her her real name and people will put respect on her name you mm-hmm. know and like you know, people, people, you know, they rock with the joint. So she an inspiration to you? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Just because musically, like I like I like artists that I don't understand what you do. Mm-hmm. When I understand what you do, then it's kind of like, OK, it doesn't mean I can't learn from it, but it's kind of like. Maybe the inspiration is didn't, didn't push me as much as I would like. But when I listen to music, I'm like, I don't understand what you do. Like there's something for me to learn here. Like, that's when I'm kind of, like, invested. And that's what happened with, with the project. I was, like, because I knew SZA from before. It's so funny. I already knew about her from before. But, like, that project, like, it really, like, kind of, like, it really just, I don't know, really put her on the map for me. It's a beautiful project. She did her thing, man. It's a beautiful Shout project. Shout out Solana, man. Just holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. <laughs> I know you heard the record. Um, Just boy. before we go, we're coming, down, coming to the end of our time here. Yeah. But I want to know, like, the branding behind yourself jeff mm. sannon yeah are you doing the classic will smith is will smith you know what i mean like you know what i mean like just use your name and make that your whole brand kanye that- west yeah will smith mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. straight up you know um like i was saying before like from my facebook days when i used to like um release records on there my name was freshman uh, that was like my stage name Fresh and, man. and I grew up and I realized like I didn't want to sound like a superhero so I had to, I had to switch it <laughs> it's and a super urban superhero they throw into the ca- cartoon right yeah like yeah the yeah one black superhero is just yeah 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 that was me <laughs> that, that was me you know what I'm saying with the F, the F on my chest yeah real talk so that was me you know what I'm saying and um yeah so 2014 comes and I'm like yo I think it's time to you know kind of like because I was like 
probably 13 when I came up with, when I had that name. So 2014, I don't remember how old I was at that time, but um, like it was just a long time. So I was like, yo, it's probably time to change the name. And I was like, yo, thinking about different names. And I was like, man, in the event that this shit really goes crazy, I need people to know the last name that way. Literally, let me say the only thing that made me really decide to keep to actually go with my uh, like full name, like my actual real name as my stage name was so that like I might if in the, in the event that this shit goes crazy, people will see the last name, know the last name. And like everyone, like my people in my family that have my last name, like they'll be good. You know, they'll be like, we respect that name. You know what I'm saying? We we like that guy. Like, he probably did a lot, you know, gave back a lot to the community. He did a lot. So, like, you, you're you straight because you're related to him. Like, I really just wanted to put on for my last name. I just felt like, man, I got to represent. And, like, my family, like, a few of my cousins, they were like, uh, we were like, it was like Christmas. And they were like, yo, you're the guy. Like, you're the one. I'm the, I'm the eldest cousin. So, it's kind of like, kind of makes sense. Chosen that they, one. You, you, they They kind of hit me, you know, with that. And then I was just like, and I kind of looked at myself like that, like, for my whole life. It's weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, I think it's important to kind of look at yourself that way. It's like, you have that relationship with yourself. It's not in comparison to what anybody else got going on. Who are you to you? And I feel like I, I determined that early. So, to have family be like, my, you're, you're, you're the guy, man. You're the guy that's going to really do it for the family. And I, I, that really just gave me lifetime motivation. So it, at that point, I had already changed the name. So it was like confirmation that I had, you know, done the, chosen the right name. So, yeah, man. It's beautiful. That's, that's what it is. All right, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. Just before we go, though, where can people find you? Okay. IG. Um, you, can, you can find me at, at Jeff Sannon underscore. Same thing for Twitter. Um, so, yeah. That's 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 pretty much. I think I'm not forgetting anything. And is there anything that you have dropped recently or are going to drop that people either need to go stream or are need to stream soon? Um, m- definitely not by me. But y'all go stream. Um, um, uh, Lonely Boys Project. Um, I did two joints on there. I did only one night, and I did a sex drive. Go stream. Uh, Jaden. Uh, J Y D N Hill. Uh, Jaden Hill. Better Man. Um, I produced that joint um and it came out not too long ago um so y'all yeah y'all y'all go stream that there's more music on the way man so you know um just just stay tuned man fuck yeah peace out folks thanks for tuning in thanks for coming by brother thank you man thanks for having me thank you man peace y'all